Okay, let's get right to it. Hour number three, and Jim Fetzer is standing by. Hello, Jim. Uh, another insane day in this uh, crazy country of ours. It's it's really off the boards now. You there, Jim? Uh-oh, maybe we don't have him. I forgot to take off unmute. <laughs> there you go. Okay. The listen, I, I, I listened to your whole conversation with Jim Mars. And, and let me just approach this a slightly different way, because the proof you have is actually overwhelmingly stronger than you believe. It, it, it's a principle of logic that two things are identical, or in other words, two names or descriptions for the same thing, just as you are your father's son, and you have a nickname, Jeff, and you have a full name, uh, those can all be the same names or descriptions of the same person if... You have the person referred to by those names or descriptions has the same properties at each stage of their lives. There's a, it's for abstract objects like numbers, Jeff. Uh, 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 you're talking about the same number if you're talking about the number two. You're talking about the square root of four. You're talking about the cube root of eight because the square root of four is two times two of eight, two times two times two. But but that principle of having all and only the same properties implicitly always only applies to abstract objects because physical things like human beings have properties that can come and go. You were short when you were little, and the fact that you were short when you're little and you're tall now doesn't mean you're not the same person because at that stage in your life you had that property. And so did the person known as Jeff, so did the person known as your father's son and all that, okay? Now, this is... Uh, known as gen identity, technically to distinguish between identity as it applies to abstract objects and identity as it applies to physical things that can change your properties across time, is known as gen identity. This is why the uh, CIA requires all of its operatives to keep a diary to tell exactly where they were and when on specific dates and occasions, so that if they're committing an offense, an assassination, for example, then the CIA, knowing where they were at the time, could create, fabricate documents showing they were somewhere else. I mean, that's the whole idea. You can't be in, in, in two different places at exactly the same time. Now, when we come to Hillary, take a look at this case of the woman who came out of Chelsea's uh, apartment, which I think we're all using as a slang term for uh, Hillary's uh, intensive care unit because of the presence of that medical, which I completely agree. Clinton Foundation bought. It's a perfect cover. It's in a, a residential building. Who's going to realize that Hillary actually going to Chelsea's apartment is going to intensive care, right? So we uh -huh. got this woman who comes bounding out. It, she is six inches shorter. She's 35 to 40 pounds lighter. She looks 10 years younger. And the question becomes then, is it possible that this could be the Hillary Clinton who is 10 years older, 35 or 45 pounds heavier, and six inches taller? It, it, and it's pretty obvious, based upon our knowledge of human beings, that the Hillary who uh, collapsed earlier in the day cannot possibly be the same person who came popping out of the building, because human beings can't lose that much height, that much weight, or 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 that many years in that short a time. So no way. That, no. That, no. So, Jeff, what you had up before, uh, we can all breathe a sigh of release, Hillary's body double is in good health, is proof right there 
that this was not Hillary. We're talking about two different persons. Now, when you talk about the woman on the, the, the plane, the situation is similar. You are enumerating a whole host of properties she has that Hillary does not. And that's exactly right. You are focusing on the nose. But there's a whole lot else going on here over and beyond yes. the nose. Yes, yes, indeed. You know, you, yeah. you and Jim were kicking it around. Look at the neck. Necks are very difficult to mess with. Hillary has a turkey neck. This yeah. replacement, this woman on the, on the plane, did not. She's got a nice neck. Uh, you, you already commented on the nose. Look at the slope of the forehead. The woman on the plane has a much more sloping forehead. Ears are just as distinctive as fingerprints. Paul, the guy who now calls himself Paul McCartney, often wears a false earpiece because huh. he knows that a comparison with Paul McCartney's ears. Ah, yeah. yeah, he wears a false. Oh, yeah. Who have you ever heard in your life, Jeff, ever wore a false earpiece? But that's but Paul, pretty funny. The yeah. present guy who is also much taller than Paul, who also has a different shaped head, cranium. Paul's was very round. His is oval, has different teeth. Paul had bad teeth and a small palate. Fall, for false Paul, has good teeth and a normal palate. Uh, uh, they, it just goes on and on. You can't have you know one person at the same time with all these different properties when they're in circumstances where that kind of variation it just cannot happen biologically, physiologically, short of surgery or whatever. So what you have here, Jeff, is proof, proof. Don't qualify the word. It is proof. I spent 35 years offering courses in logic, critical thinking, and scientific reasoning. What we have here is proof, number one, that the woman who came out of Chelsea's apartment is not Hillary Clinton. And mm -hmm. here, number two, proof that the woman on the plane is not Hillary Clinton. And when you start comparing the woman on the plane with the woman who came out of Chelsea's apartment, it's evident they, too, are That's not right. the same person. So we're talking here about three different persons, none of whom is the old impersonator of the past. That's right. Yep. But, but, Jeff, it's proof. This is proof. What you're talking about in this case is proof some of the premises of which are, are observational evidence. Like the mole. You can see the mole. I have a whole page of mole pictures going up uh, got shortly. All these pages, and they constitute proof. Now, yeah. here, here, here's a whole other uh, line of approach to all of this. We right, have. Jim, I have a whole page of mole pictures going up. No, uh, so. I know, I know. Okay, you've done it. These are different people. There's no question about it. Now, there's several interesting aspects to all this from a logical point of view, and from a general point of view of epistemology or the theory of knowledge or how we reason about these things. So we got this, this guy Torres on ABC TV announcing that Hillary is dead. We got another ABC affiliate in the District of Columbia announcing that Hillary is dead. We got Chuck T Todd tweeting not only that Hillary's dead, but that she died at 9.50 last Sunday night. Now the question becomes, what is the probability of those announcements and those tweets if Hillary's alive versus what's the probability of those announcements and those tweets if Hillary is dead? Uh -huh. Because the hypothesis that confers the higher probability on the evidence is the one that is best supported by the evidence. And obviously here, if Hillary were alive, 
those would not have been announced. I mean, it would have required the most extraordinary set of circumstances. This is a woman running for president of the United States. The importance of the announcement would be so vital, no one would make an announcement on television were it not confirmed. And Chuck Todd, for crying out loud, is not going to be announcing the, the time of her death if it isn't a fact. Of course. So, so it has to be certified. Somebody certified that and it was released to so somebody. That's right. So what I'm saying is that we not only know we're dealing with two different Hillary doubles, we also know, based upon inference to the best explanation, a comparison of the relative, there are no technically as likelihoods, where the hypothesis it confers a higher probability on the evidence as the higher likelihood and where, when the rest of the evidence that matters settles down, you're entitled to accept the most likely hypothesis. It has settled down because of the appearance of this second double on the plane. In other words, if Hillary were still alive, why would they be faking it? In fact, there's so many anomalies here, Jeff. They were talking uh -huh. about how it was going to take months and months for Hillary to recover. And all of a sudden, days later, she's like a spring chicken. She just looks it's, it's embarrassing. Yeah. That oh, and let me ask now. Watch this, friends. Listen, listen to this, Jim. When you saw Hillary Clinton in North Carolina today give her speech on whatever venue you were watching, what were you thinking when you were watching this woman talk after watching Hillary for weeks and weeks give these lackluster, boring, repetitive, rote, barely able to get the information out? speeches. Also what I thought on the airplane, she was much more vivacious, she was more animated, she was more articulate. It was really a wonderful speech, it was beautifully crafted and it was very well delivered. Even the you same know. speech, Jeff, yep. the yep. same speech word for word Hillary Clinton could not have delivered in the clear, crisp fashion of her double. I mean there's no question about it in my mind. And this, of course, is also a part of the situation. Individuals' personality and character and mannerisms are not intersubstitutable, so that when they replace her with a, a double, even though she may look a lot like Hillary, and notice these doubles actually don't look that much like Hillary unless you're merely evaluating impressionistically. Right, unless, right. And the more you sort it out, the more obvious it becomes, such as the point that Hillary could not have come out of that building without being surrounded by Secret Service. They would have been shouldn't derelict. Have, shouldn't have, at the very least. Shouldn't have, at the very least. Well, and not just shouldn't have. They would have been derelict in their duty. The I agree Service. with you. Yeah. Now, people are saying, well, they were off to the left and they were off to the right guarding oh, the sidewalk. There were a couple oh, people crap. out there, but this was not That's Hillary's details. You see Hillary's job. detail anywhere. They're very tight, very close to candidates. There was she, Dr. Frankenstein. That's right. She would have had her medical handler with his uh, auto-injection for diazepam. I mean, this is all ridiculous. That was so obviously not Hillary that it's embarrassing that the, the mainstream media allowed itself to be played, which probably is part and parcel of what this guy Seaman, who got bounced out of uh, Huffington yeah. Post, has observed about how much the media is bending over to benefit, to protect, and to promote Hillary, and going the opposite way to attack and savage Donald Trump. There's no objectivity there. It is the most grotesque abuse of the media in our nation's history. Mark my words, we've never seen anything like this. It's dumbfounding. The irresponsibility here is simply overwhelming.
and, and I'll tell you another thing, Jeff. It's it's very clear to me that there are very few, as it were, centers or seats of power that could bring about all these different forms of manipulation. And I'll go further. You were mentioning about the voice morphing, and there's yeah. more than that going on here. There's yeah. really only one agency that has this capability, and that is our own CIA. Hillary That's is the, the candidate of the CIA, and the fact that she is dead is not going to stop them from putting her in office. That's what's going on here. That's exactly correct. Uh, the CIA is effectively the government of the United States. Let's just tell it like it is. They'll kill anybody who gets in their way. They've made that clear. They're out of control. Their right hand is uh, the NSA. They know everything about everybody. Uh, they can do whatever they want. And it just takes a phone call to intimidate or frighten most anyone into conformity. That's all it takes. And, and you, you know, Jeff, a lot of people... You love your grandkids? You love your kids? You love your wife? Uh, that's it. That's that's the Bernie Sanders story. Plus, he got a, what, $600,000? They eat the crap out of him, he's, too. And yeah, he, and he's not going to resurface as a political figure here. Even he'll if, be like Ron Paul. He'll stand away and issue press releases. Now, here's something most Americans don't know. They may have heard that Seth Rich got shot twice in the back when he was in Georgetown. That Seth Rich, They may not know that Seth Rich was the IT guy who was working for the DNC on voter fraud and election theft, and that he appears to have been the source of all the DNC documents that went to Julian Assange. He's found dead as a form of punishment and retribution. It sets an example. If you do this sort of thing, if you blow the whistle, if you reveal our secrets, this is what happens to you. Now get that. This, Jeff, if that were an isolated case, then we have this man climbing the Ecuadorian embassy in London, clearly yeah. trying to assassinate Julian Assange, yeah. he's caught, yeah. and the next thing we know, Julian Assange's attorney, who's actually very prominent, is in front of a subway train and killed. And, Jeff, the man who served the lawsuit on the DNC, also a prominent attorney, turns up dead, too. I'm telling you, this is the kind of hardball that the Clintons have played forever. But the, CIA, the CIA, uh, I tell you, isn't going to take any chances. They have just blown it, however, because the point that Jim Mars was making, once you establish that that person who came out of Chelsea's apartment building was not Hillary Clinton, it's game over. They have sought to deceive the American people, uh, it's an enormous fraud. There's no reason to trust the Democratic campaign or Hillary Clinton people whatsoever, ever, period, period. It's done. It's done. Stick a fork into the campaign. It's done. What Jim was being uh, skeptical about is, you know, whether we can get the word out to the American people, because remember, the agency knows if a certain number of people are aware of what's actually going on, it, if it does not get out to the general population, it doesn't matter. That's why they're so brazen about so many of these things. They know if they can contain it, it's not going to affect the general population. I just happen to think this case is so stunning, so blatant, so obvious, it's going to be impossible to miss. When you have USA Today running a big story that the Internet thinks Hillary has a body double, I say that really is a sign that the game is over. It should be. Yeah, it should be. I, I'm, uh, I'm concerned, though, that they own the mainstream media. They're going to continue to play this game with whoever this, this particular woman is. She, as you said, 
She is a very articulate, very polished speaker, not like Hillary Clinton at all. Where she uh, learned it, I don't know, but I think she's been rotated in and out of the schedule from time to time during the past year to keep, keep her sharp, uh, keep her toned, as it were, in her public appearance, and uh, she showed it. That was, a, that was not Hillary Clinton. I looked at it, I said, it doesn't look like Hillary. It's, something's not right, even in the small little video frame. And then I listened to the voice, and I said, wow, she is up. No, this is not her. This woman was smooth and slick, and if they have somehow chemically inoculated her and gotten her to that state of performance, which we can't rule out either, I guess, uh, it's amazing. Well, let me comment on that, a couple of things. Um, One is that, as you mentioned, there's a voice morphing technology, but there's much, much more beyond that. Uh, I just did an hour and a half show before coming on with you for my new JFK show, and we thought this oh, was yeah. suitable because we've analyzed, you know, the manipulation of photographs and video and, and film, including the Zapruder in relation to JFK, and, and especially about identifying Lee Oswald in the doorway. So this is really yes, an extension yes, of the yes. kind of photo analysis we've applied there. Yeah. Uh, and, and we were reviewing how there's technology now, Jeff, where you can have the image, say, of George W. Bush on TV, and someone sitting in a chair could be making up his expressions, raise a right eyebrow, his right eyebrow goes up, you know, scratch their nose, he scratches his nose, say whatever they want to say, he says whatever they want to say. This is the perfect mechanism for 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 tarnishing destroying somebody politically. You take Donald Trump and you have this device, you have him saying a whole bunch of absurd things, and everyone is simply appalled, and Donald Trump said none of those things. It was done using this technology. Uh huh. Now, we we also know that they have been doing a bunch of Hillary events that have the following anomaly. She appears to be on the stage, but there are people with cell phones taking pictures, and she's not in the cell phone. Sometimes as many as three at a time. Now, this that was to, a wild one. I ran that. I yeah. know. This appears to be a form of fakery that requires sorting out. But where we know that Hillary has been drawing meager crowds in St. Petersburg, for example, she had 150, while, while Donald Trump was drawing 15,000. So they could Did you, did you see that. the Kansas City Convention Center? She got up, out of bed, flew to Kansas City for the National Conference of of American Baptists, mostly blacks. She got there, this enormous hall. The first day it was full. When she showed up, hardly anybody came. They had to pull partitions across and cut it down by like half or two-thirds to make it look like they had a crowd. Oh, it was bad. Well, what they did in St. Petersburg was actually to Photoshop in an audience. She didn't really have an audience. Now, oh, there you go. Now, here's another variation, and I suspect this may be going on here in, in, in Greensboro today. The, the woman on the stage speaking was, as you observed, much too articulate, much too animate. Let me just say this about that, the person who is uh, who, who playing her role today. She doesn't have that sense of the weight of the world upon her that was characteristic of Hillary Clinton. Every time Hillary Clinton would speak, it was like, she was carrying this massive load. 
And it may or may not be because of her physical state. It may have been because of her vast experience in having so many people killed and being responsible for the deaths of so many in so many areas of the world. So, she so, had, she yeah. had a totally different kind of gravitas than this woman on the plane, who is almost right. floating like a butterfly. I mean, you yeah. know, she looks to me more like Glenn Close than she does about Hillary Clinton. But there's yeah, so many, so many features that are different. She's the wrong age. She has no wrinkles. She has a sloping forehead. She has the mole you talk about, which is a real tail. Uh, she's too tall. She weighs less. I mean, it's absolutely fascinating what they're doing here. But let me just say. Well, one of the members of the group with whom there are four of us who do this uh, new JFK show uh, had only caught the last minute and a half of Hillary in, Gol in uh, Greensboro. And uh -huh. he said when it closed, he, she looked a lot to, like Hillary to him, and she had that broad posterior, he observed. And it occurs to me that when they have all these other forms of technology I believe they can create the image of anyone they want so they can project an image of a real Hillary from behind the podium just based upon the techniques they can apply to her stand-in. But, but they, the they can insert uh, anything in I video think they now. Can, Jeff. And the, re the real striking feature is the one on which you were remarking. Her method of delivery was so articulate, so precise, Hillary has a very halting method. She's frequently pausing. She, she's got to catch her breath or her thoughts. You know, and here, this was just smooth, articulate, fluid. You thought it was, oh, it was amazing. As yeah. though it were a whole different person. Yep. Yep. Exactly right. Uh, in point of fact, that's probably what it was. <laughs> uh, we have, uh, we have uh, 51 days to go yet. Uh, what bothers me, though, is they're going to stick to this phony pneumonia thing and and she's we're to, we're to believe that oh, all of a sudden she's well enough and bacterial pneumonia i don't care what they say is contagious bacteria is contagious by its very definition yeah. uh she's out a couple of doses of antibiotics four days after just literally like she dropped dead and she's doing this well uh-uh doesn't work it does not compute. Even on my Facebook page, we're getting comments just like that. A couple of days ago, we heard she was in, you know, in dire straits with this pneumonia. It was going to take weeks, maybe months to recover. Then the, the couple of days later, she's on a plane. She looks vivacious, and she's flying off to Greensboro, North Carolina. It doesn't wash, but they're counting on the short-term memory of Americans, which is unbelievably bad. Most Americans can't remember from day to day what's going on. And here in this case, they're counting on being able to suffuse this new Hillary all over the world. You're going to see nothing but images of her from ABC, NBC, CBS. I was embarrassed when the Wisconsin State Journal published an article today, Dr. Clinton recovering well as fit to serve, and it showed a photograph of the woman in front of Chelsea's house. I mean, the lack of discrimination here and paying attention to what's going on, it can only be because it's the deliberate, because we have a controlled press where William Colby told us so many years ago that the agency owns everyone of significance in the major media. And you know, Jeff, it's gotten worse today. Well, we should tell people where it got William Colby, too, when we come back in just uh, two minutes with Jim Fetzer. Hold on. ...products that promise results and don't deliver. There are 12 main reasons why you struggle with excess weight and have a difficult time losing it. 
from overeating to hormonal imbalances and underactive thyroid, even sleep problems, and even dieting itself. The truth is, the 12 causes of weight loss problems are all addressed by one product, Royal Velvet. You, yes you, can join the scores of Rinse listeners who have stopped the madness and no longer struggle with weight issues. Maybe you've heard them talk with Jeff about their amazing transformations on his show. Simply go to royalvelvetnow.com, click on the weight loss section, and learn the truth about the real reason obesity is a deadly epidemic that you can avoid. Then click on the rinse icon in the upper right-hand corner, and you will be on your way to a healthier, slimmer, more youthful you. Rollvelvetnow.com. Your life will never be the same. You're listening to Jeff nationwide and worldwide on the Internet on the Rinse Radio Network. If you've been listening to this program for any length of time, you'll know that Fukushima, the greatest calamity in history, has now, as I've been warning since 3-11, killed off virtually the whole North Pacific Ocean and especially up and down the entire West Coast. The radiation is migrating inland and is moving across the entire country. There's only one proven defender to radiation exposure, the brilliant Chernobyl-proven discovery of Dr. Michael Kiriak which combines the four most potent and powerful algaes on the planet, imported to the U.S. and known as Bio-Superfood. I've taken Bio-Superfood every day for several years now and want you to do the same for your sake and the health and safety of your family and loved ones. Take the banner at the top of Rents.com and prepare to learn how to save your life. <clears throat> Dr. Joe Schneller. The efficacy that we're looking for that we're going to prove is that carnivora wakes up this immune system and makes it dominant. I highly recommend that you get started right away using carnivora because it really will help you. Just follow the directions as the company gives them to you. And I just want everybody to know that there's been no one paid to do this. I'm doing this on my own because I care about everybody and want to see healthy people. My husband has recovered tremendously after the physician suggested that he start taking carnivora. When he was doing so well, I decided to start taking it as well. And we're both so pleased to be able to feel healthy again. Hello, folks. Richard Ostro of Carnivora Research International here. Visit C-A-R-N-I-V-O-R-A.com or call 1-866-VENUS-FLY. That's carnivora.com or 1-866-VENUS-FLY. Call us today. Earthquakes, political chicanery, extreme weather, impending financial doom. If you haven't gotten prepared, you're just not paying attention. You need emergency food and you know it. You'll get the most emergency food for your money from Ready Supply Foods. Companies with patriotic names try to sell you five or six soups, some pudding, drink powders, and rice, but have only half of the calories you need to survive. You really want to try and live on that? Ready Supply Foods sells 23 delicious entrees with none of the empty calories. Enjoy stroganoff, pasta alfredo, primavera and marinara, chicken ala king, Hawaiian sweet and sour, and vegetable rotini. Those are just a few of our amazing menu items. You can buy from the other companies and eat like a peasant. 
or buy from Ready Supply Foods and eat like a king. We sell you twice as much food for the money than most companies, and it's much better food. Surviving a disaster is hard enough without worrying about starving to death. See how much more food you can get for your money at ReadySupplyFoods.com today. Okay, and welcome back, talking to Jim, and we're getting so much, uh, Professor Fetzer always delivers, there's just, there's so much to this, it has uh, psychological angles, it has geopolitical angles, it's got uh, financial angles, it's got all kinds of angles, we don't know what's really going on here, is Hillary still alive but in critical condition uh, with worsening Parkinson's, uh, I don't know. Uh, we just don't know. If she's got uh, vascular dementia, that means the, ba- the brain stem is dying. It uh, could be Alzheimer's. She may be riddled with cancer. She certainly appeared to have a malignant tumor on her tongue, which was removed. We've seen the pictures of that. We know about the clotting tendency. These are very dangerous clots, by the way. DVT is, is very dangerous stuff. It kills people. She could clot out at any time. Uh, it's not a joke. So that's just part of the issue. They're giving her Coumadin. Uh, we know about the thyroid medication. This woman is in very serious condition. And after Sunday, it wouldn't, as I said the last, what, two times ago when you were on, Jim, I said, I figure it's about a 30% chance that she died on Sunday. And, and, and I might push that up a little higher now in light of the fact that uh, if Chuck Todd tweeted she passed away 9.50 Eastern on Sunday, and the WABC anchor said it at 11 o'clock p.m. Uh, that's pretty convincing timing that something's up. Jeff, given the totality of the evidence and throwing the dice, because in my opinion, they felt they no longer had anything to lose by putting out this woman who, in my judgment, they can no longer take back. She is it. She is the Hillary for the duration, win, lose, or draw. Hillary has to be dead. I'm convinced of that. But I say it in the tentative and fallible fashion of science, where new evidence or alternative hypotheses might force me to reject an hypothesis I previously accepted, accept an hypothesis I previously rejected, and leave others in suspense. Now, something that has to be taken into account here is that they have to have known for, let us say, at least 10 years that they were going to have to cross the Rubicon because Hillary had been diagnosed at least that long ago with her Parkinson, which has only become more and more. That means the agency we're talking about, Jeff, had 10 years to plan for this moment in time. You can't produce stand-ins or doubles like this one, for example, without a great deal of lead time to set it up. And I want to observe that that observation came from Preston James, whom, like you, I so greatly admire. Well, I agree with you. Uh, This has been a long-term thing. 
They know when she was diagnosed with Parkinson's, it has five stages. She's clearly in the fourth, fourth and a half, or fifth, almost the fifth stage, which makes you non-ambulatory. And they did put a wheelchair in that van and a wheelchair lift in case she had a complete breakdown. She's close. Basically, what they were doing was injecting her, uh, getting her to stand upright, somehow to continue walking, and then they turned her on and she sped through her recorded uh, sound bites and did, you know, did her normal thing and then, then she'd walk away. And that would be it. She'd go back home, be put back to bed uh, and medicated uh, to rest. Uh, it was a very well-coordinated campaign. Let, let, and let, let, let me concur with your caveat to this extent. Yes, she may be uh, in that medical facility uh, uh, that's being referred to as Chelsea's apartment under... Uh, uh, IV, uh, unconscious, uh, you know, yeah. uh, long term, but she will never reemerge in public. She will never be a political figure again. They can't do it. They, when they put this woman out, the, the features she have are so very different. They're going to get away with it or they aren't. You and I have exposed it. I, I say they, they aren't going to get away with it, but their control of the media is so vast. That oh, it really, it's going to depend on keep competing. Uh, look, Jim, they're going to keep repeating the lie over and over again. This woman is going to be such a much better speaker that people are going to say, "Well, I, she's fine. She's doing really well." That's <laughs> what know, they're going to say. I know, I know, That's I the takeaway from this. That's what they're going to do. I'll so, do. yeah, you got fifty percent of the population are, are cattle and sheep. They're going to do what they're told, and if they're told this is Hillary. And Hillary looks good and sounds good. They're going to say, "Okay, that's Hillary." They're, they're not going to question it. And yet, you can't look at these photographs and believe that this person is Hillary because she is not Hillary. Look at the nose, the po- the know. profiles. For God's sake, the shape of the nostrils, the end of the nose, which is meatier and hangs down. Ugh. And I say, look at the neck for crying out loud. Oh, where, the neck is a just a Where are the wrinkles on the forehead or the creases around the eyes? The oh, creases. the massive wrinkles in the cheeks. Hillary Clinton looked like the proverbial little old lady, okay? That's what she looked like. They had her all painted up every time she'd go out to make her look much better than she did. She looked, well, we've got a photograph her. She looked frightful. There was enough uh, turkey neck skin on her neck to make at least one modest lampshade. Yeah. A traditional lampshade joke. So are the, uh, are the American people going to allow themselves to be played? They I mean, have. That's so- the question. Are we all so stupid, so gullible? Because Jeff, it means if if we were to support this person, this yeah. imposter, we yeah. have no idea, no idea who we are electing to be president of the United States. We have no idea. Well, we know that she'll do what she's told, or she dies. It's real simple. Well, and then the they- point is, she's a nobody. She's just a prop. The point is, who are the powers behind that are pulling all the strings? I mean, well, I think we can make a pretty good guess. It's obvi- yes, it's obvious this woman is not. A political leader. This woman is not capable of making no, decisions. She's a this performer. Is a, this is an actress. This That's, is an actress. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. But, I mean, Remember, I love- Winston Churchill gave radio speeches, but it wasn't Winston Churchill. They had a double doing the speeches sometimes. Well, you know, and today with the voice morphing, anyone could do it. Yeah. And I think yeah. that's what happened with this interview with uh, Anderson Cooper. That, that was oh, something. That's no question. Yeah, not, somebody else using voice morphine, and Anderson, who has a history uh, with the CIA, is of course very willing to play along. You know that uh, 
One of the giveaways that, that we haven't talked about is when the, the Hillary double, double number two, Barnwell being number one, double number two came out of the building. Right. Where was Chelsea? Right. Chelsea would have walked her out to that van. If that had been her mother. And she says she loves her mother. She's close to her. She wouldn't have turned her mother loose to go out through that door with no Secret Service protection. She was at her mother's side in her intensive care unit. I think that's probable. And you see, now it doesn't matter what Hillary, whether Hillary is alive or dead because she's no, no she's, longer a political player. She's totally a, out of it. She's out of it, gone. And, and she had been so compromised. You know, during that uh, commander-in-chief hearing, Jeff, she had an earpiece in her ear. She was being no. told what to say. It was yeah. stunning. Yeah. And would you believe Rachel Maddow did a story about that and used a photoshopped image that had the earpiece removed? I believe it. Uh, I don't. That woman is bad news. Those people uh, on MSNBC have just turned into vermin. I mean, they are disgusting. Yeah, I they, think uh, Hillary has had the earpiece as a matter of course for a long time. She is reading teleprompter, but I think she's also getting coaching. Yeah, it's really an ear radio. Yeah, so this is not just for being hard of hearing. This is telling her what to say. Oh, it's, of course. And you know, people like Chris Matthews and and. Rachel Maddow and this guy, uh, Lawrence O'Donnell, they still think JFK was shot by Lee Harvey Oswald. They still think 19 Islamic terrorists uh, who rammed four planes, you know, into the United States under the control of a guy in Afghanistan. They don't even know that Osama was our man in Afghanistan, that he was instrumental in getting the Stinger missiles to the resistance to shoot down the Soviet planes and helicopters, that he was suffering from his kidney ailments and that a CIA yeah. official went to visit him in Dubai Hospital shortly before he died, that he was Colonel Tim Osmond in the CIA. The, the American people are just starved for the truth, Jeff, and they don't get it from their government. They don't get it. They brought uh, Tim Osman, uh, or Osman Osman, over here, uh, the CIA brought him. He was having lunch in Sherman Oaks and, for God's sakes, in the Valley in L.A. They brought him over here and wined and dined him and gave him his Stinger missiles, and, and yeah, he was our man. But this is another illustration of where they use uh, fakes, because after his death on 15 December 2001, uh, as uh, the, the founder of Scholars for 9-11 Truth, we were publishing analyses of the fake Osama audio tapes and videotapes. I had the world's leading <laughs> yes. expert from Duke yes. who was remember dissecting them, big... Jeff, and they yeah. were not authentic whatsoever. No, remember the big fat Osama? Oh, that was ridiculous. God, it was, it was silly. Nick Kohlerstrom really has silly. an article on my blog. It's titled Osama Bin Laden 1957 to 2001, where you can see some of these fake Osamas. But it's ridiculous. Uh-huh, yeah. Yeah, it gets crazy, uh, and it's going to get crazier. I just don't, I don't, with the attempt, the one we know about, the two we know about. Oh, did you see, by the way, the first person that was uh, going to shoot Donald Trump, this guy is 20 years old now, grabbed a cop's gun and tried to shoot him yeah, in yeah, Las Vegas? He pleaded guilty, not, and the court accepted this. I guess they made a deal. He pleaded guilty for being an illegal in possession of a firearm. That's it. Not for the attempted murder of a presidential <laughs> candidate. So they got him off. Well, clearly uh, he was he was scripted. He was he was recruited for that role. If that's right. some kind of mind control. And then we got uh, Barry Lee Bush, 
who, of course, has vanished back into the wet works operations. Uh, the guy that was in the Trump Tower six weeks ago on uh, Tuesday yeah, last. Yeah. Was that, that, I agree. Trump. That was a professional hit. He had a weapon that was manufactured with no serial number. Correct. He had a, he had a special professional quality silencer. Yeah. Uh, now, no those are the two we know about. And, and no, it worries me. Yeah, this was no coincidence. Oh, right. I know. Trump's got to be careful every step of the way because, you know, but but Hillary, my God, the, the the enormity of the deception, Jeff. This is this is one of the uh, the greatest frauds ever perpetrated on the American people, and that's saying something. Because you know, there have been I, so many others: Sandy Hook, look, the Boston bombing, JFK, nine eleven. This is a monster. Right, I concur. This is a big, big one. Uh, when you look at the video again, taken on a cell phone camera of Hillary collapsing. Don't believe anyone who says she stumbled, she was stepping toward the van. Neither happened. She was out of it on her feet and jerking up and down and to her left. Full body seizure spasms. Now, the giveaway for me was the fact that Dr. Frankenstein, the big black guy, was on her left as we look at the, the uh, picture. Right. He, had a, he had a look on his face that spoke volumes. He wasn't looking at her most of the time. He was looking kind of in the van. He didn't look like he was in charge. You know how he's got that look where he, he acts like he's in charge? Yeah. He didn't. He, he was overruled somehow, somewhere, or he knew she was dead meat, and he just, well, that's it. Literally that she was dead. You notice the head of her security detail walked in between Hillary and the open doors of the van. Uh, 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 agents have observed that's a no-no. That's never done. So he was doing it for some extraordinary reason, I think, just yeah. to assess how they're going to get the body into the van. Yeah, and they, they pulled it in like a you know a side of beef. That's right. Uh, that was a, a law enforcement official said she was thrown in there like a side of beef. That's exactly yeah. what he said. Uh, you also have seen, I think, some of you, the video of what they're saying was a piece of metal that fell out of yes. her pant leg. Yes. Now, I don't know what that is, but it did fall, and it was metal, and it was audible. You can hear it on the recording. It made some noise. It right. went tinkle when it hit the ground. Uh, we, we don't know what it was. If it did come out of her pant leg and wasn't dropped by somebody behind her, it probably was something to do with the, the catheter urine bag yes. that she was, we think, wearing. Yes. Uh, it came loose when the spasm hit or before. We right. don't know. Uh, now, as far as her outfit goes... If you look at the number, the double number two who came out of the building was wearing Hillary's outfit. I believe that. I think that outfit was shortened at the cuff. They had someone on there that could do that, and they shortened it up in the hour and a half they had. But it was the same jacket. Uh, it was bulky on her. Uh, the same baggy. The pants were baggy because Hillary's much heavier. But she was thin, this woman. Oh, yeah. Thin yeah, hips, yeah. thin. Even with the baggy pants, you could still see how. Yeah, thin yeah, she had a trim figure, which Hillary does not. I mean, right, right. You know, she 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 looked cute. She was cute. She was almost had a Meg Ryan kind of a, appeal to her. Right. But most certainly the opposite of Hillary Clinton. That that's no. Uh, I say this new one reminds me of Glenn Close. I I swear I look at that face. But it's much too young. It can't be Glenn Close, obviously, and I don't mean to imply that. I just say the type it's a of youthful, face. It's a youthful, energetic, That's vital right. face. Cheerful, cheerful, someone pleasant. Someone who is in charge, right on top of her game. Absolutely. 
And these uh, are all attributes that are antithetical to Hillary Clinton, who's a very nasty, really unpleasant piece of work. I agree. So what we've done is laid out for you here uh, with Jim and with Jim Mars earlier in the last hour what uh, Jim Fetzer helped me get onto today, what uh, Preston James was sending me as well. Uh, Jim Fetzer's had this contact who, I don't know who she is, but she's right on this Hillary thing. Brilliant. And Jim material, and Jim volleyballed it over to me. I jumped on it, spent all day uh, with James, my webmaster, trying to get this page up. There, there's some additions to come. I'll be putting up the mole picture very soon, the number of pictures of, of her mole with an arrow oh, drawn, yeah. so you can see it. Uh, it's a clear mold. It's not. Uh, See, the beauty of that, Jeff, it's so simple. You know, one's got a mold, the other doesn't have a mold. I mean, that, that oh, says it all. They, they can't be the same person. They'll glue one onto the uh, double yeah. number three here. Watch. I, that was my inference. They're going to do something, and they're taking it off of Hillary. Won't do too many photographs out there, so they'll try to create one on a stand in. <laughs> all right. So that's where we are, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, is Hillary live? Probably not. Uh, Chuck Todd announcing a time of death. Uh, not an accident. Chuck didn't make that up. He was given that information. Announcing at 11 o'clock. More information now on the death of Hillary Clinton as we continue. That doesn't happen. It wasn't a prank or somebody would be fired on the spot and made to do a mea culpa in public. It just doesn't happen. So this case is an acid test of the integrity of the American media, Jeff. They have none. Well, you and I might well agree. I'm telling you, this will be the absolute acid test. If they don't crack this, there's too much out there about it already. When you even have USA Today running a story about it, I'm I'm writing letters to my local newspaper, the Wisconsin State Journal, because right. they ran this story and showed a, a photograph of a woman who is not Hillary as though it were, and, and spelling it out in spades uh, for them. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, good pieces too, but I don't think they're going to publish it. We'll see. The, the power of the, the press here is the power of the lie now. It's not the power of truth and reality. It's the power of the lie. And they work for the CIA. Remember Operation Northwoods. Remember Mockingbird. Let's go back, let's go back to the 1950s when the agency bragged it could put any story it wanted in any major American newspaper within an hour, I think it was. Anywhere. And that was in the 50s. Imagine their control now. In every newsroom of any consequence, there is at least one member of the agency. An attachment, an asset, somebody working there real time to watch and see. Guaranteed. It's there. They control it all. They have technology. Remember uh, Wag the Dog and they were talking about faking videos and... What they can do now is beyond my ability to describe it to you adequately. It's way down the road from where you might think they are. They you know, really, really got it. They've got it. Harry Truman eventually concluded that creating the CIA was the greatest mistake of his presidency. And I say nothing could be a greater boon to the United States and the world than to abolish it. There, there isn't a ghost of a chance of that happening, but people ought to think about what an ideal world would be like and work toward that goal. We may not be able to bring about a revolution, but reforms, if we can only regain control of our own government, which means getting rid of electronic voting machines, going back to paper ballots. They are managing the whole government through these... 
And Jeff, these all these reports about Russia trying to hack is ridiculous. Oh, Complete ridiculous. No, but it gives a warrant for the Department yeah. of Homeland Security taking control of the voting, which guarantees the outcome. They're going to dictate it. We, we, votes are, are we got to vote anyway. But I'm telling look, you, look, they're setting it out for massive yeah. theft before our very eyes using Homeland Security as the apparatus. Oh, DHS? Sure. They're going to run the elections. Remember this also. Hillary Clinton is the World War III candidate. She's the war candidate. She's the one that they were counting on. And they're, they're, they're going to do it. They're going to try and force the double. They want war. And they're going to tell her what to say. They want war. This is the war party, the neocon candidate. This is it. Trump is uh, a peacemaker. He doesn't want to have war. Uh, we... Just it's think a, of all, all yeah. the military industrial investment in wars, Jeff. To have a candidate who actually stands for peace, who actually wants to have cordial relations with Russia, who's actually said positive things about Vladimir Putin, which he richly deserved. Can you imagine how viciously people on MSNBC have attacked Donald Trump for giving praise yeah. to Vladimir Putin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. it's disgusting. Let me ask you a question. I may have asked you this before, but... Uh, we know pretty much that Putin has all the 33,000 missing emails. Yeah. Should he release them or should he have a third party release them? I say yes. Yeah, well, I think, I, I, yeah, I think Julian Assange has everything. But the fact is, we have a, a treaty with Russia in relation to uh, enforcement of, of criminal law that requires if one party asks the other for assistance that they turn over any documents or records they have. So all that would be necessary would be for the uh, administration of Barack Obama, which obviously will not do it, to ask Russia for their assistance, and they would be obligated under a treaty, which right, incidentally was signed yeah. by William Jefferson Clinton to turn over all the documents. Isn't that, isn't that ironic? It, it is. It's all ironic in the extreme. Well, uh, they're going to play the double game, and we're going to have to watch. We'll see if, if uh, the work we put up for all of you to look and share uh, makes a dent, and we'll know if it's mentioned by USA Today or any of the other networks. If they're forced into mentioning it, then we'll know it has made some noise. So make some noise, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, Sam yeah, yeah, yeah. People should... Uh contact their representatives or their senators or write letters to their paper or something. Just say, listen, it looks like a gigantic scam is being perpetrated on the American people. Do something about it. And then you'll have a test of the integrity of your own government. And I, I, I won't tell you how, how much you should brace yourself for disappointment, but test, test, conduct the test, regard it as an experiment. Let people know that you realize this is not Hillary Clinton. And Agreed. You, you can give reason after reason that Jeff, Jeff and I have presented here today. We, we have just been through and are going through, uh, without question, one of the most grave and important political events uh, in our nation's history. People haven't yet been able to stand back and look at the totality of this. It's enormous. Hillary Clinton collapsing. Next to JFK's murder, that was a, a watershed event. No question. None. Huge event. Thank you, Jim, very much. Oh, great, my job. great pleasure. Great Jeff. job. All right. Talk to you in tomorrow. You got it. All right. Good night. Wow. What a day. All right. Well, again, 
uh, I put it up there with the caveat. Uh, don't know if it's true, can't prove it, but it's damned compelling. Thanks for being here. Talk to you tomorrow night.